Welcome to the Vintage Church Podcast. Through this podcast, we hope to challenge and equip you to take your next step in your relationship with Jesus and in living and loving like Him. God intended for forgiveness to be the gateway to freedom, but many of us are settling to sit at the gate, never venturing into the field of freedom. Through this series, we are taking an honest look at the chains that are keeping us tethered to our past and learning to lean into the truth that Jesus said would make freedom possible for us all. All right, I just feel really uh, led to say this, that I know that we are getting into flu season. So as we fellowship, if you just ignore everyone and sit down, there is no judgment in this room, okay? Or if you just give somebody one of these. That is totally fine. Uh, well, welcome to Vintage Church. Four days. Four days. You know, it's, it's one thing to be able to pursue your calling. That's a cool thing. But when you pers- in pursuit of your calling, you create a platform that allows other people to pursue theirs. There's nothing more rewarding than that. And to be able to watch this team put this together and step towards this, man, it's just been a privilege. And to know that, like, God used me in using that, and it's just cool. And so, you you know, Thursday ain't a concert, okay? It is not a concert. It is a night of worship. And, And I hope it's one unlike we as a church or maybe even this county has ever seen ever. Like, worship the roof off or something. Like, I don't know. Like, just fill this building with such praise, it reverberates out of this, out of this building and, and into this community like never before because people need Jesus, y'all. People, people are looking, and they don't even know what they're looking for. Even people sitting in church today need Jesus, and they ain't finding him in some. I'm just going to be honest. So anyway, it's going to be fun. <laughs> but our hope has always been that, like, this just wouldn't be the title of an album. That this wouldn't be just, you know, the title of this EP and that kind of stuff. When, when, when Christian felt like this was what God was putting on his heart to call this thing freedom, I, something rang out in my spirit. Because there, if I had one word to describe what I hope our church is ushering people into, it's Freedom. Yeah, we exist to inspire people to live and love like Jesus, but you know, the byproduct of living and loving like Jesus should be freedom and its fullness that so many of us never really experience true freedom. That even as believers, it's like we just experience a moment of grace and we get forgiveness and then we hold on for dear life until death. And never really understanding that God always intended forgiveness to just be the gateway to freedom. That there would be no freedom without forgiveness. Forgiveness is a requirement for freedom, but forgiveness is the gateway into the field. And so many of us just settle for just squatting at the gate and never really running free in the field. And our hope has been, like even in this series, like let's, let's start stepping into freedom, okay? Not for a moment, not even for a season, but perhaps for a lifetime. That this would be something where we would learn the things necessary, the truth necessary to truly set us free. Because that's exactly what Jesus said would be possible for those of us who put our trust in him. Go back, John chapter 8. We've looked at this every single week of this series. Highlight it. 
screenshot it, make it a wallpaper on your phone, get a tattoo of it on your forehead. John chapter 8, Jesus has this conversation with some people that have just begun to walk through the gate. It says, to the Jews who had believed in Jesus, in him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But then look at their response. So they answered him, we are Abraham's descendants. We've never been slaves of anyone. How can you say we shall be set free, slaves, and don't even know it. Jesus replied, very truly, I tell you, see, everyone who sins, which is everyone, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. And now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son. A son belongs to it forever. And then he says, so if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And that's what we're trying to move towards. But it doesn't just happen. Freedom has a price and a process. And if we're going to be truly free, we've got to be honest about the price and the process. And we started uh, in the first week of this talking about the first thing we got to realize is, is that we're broken and bound. Every one of us, outside of Jesus, we are broken and bound. Because the truth is, we all have a past. Even you. Perfect little you. Like we all have a past. Now some of us got one a little bit more colorful than others. But when God looks down and see that, sees that sin, he has a different view than we have. We all have a past. We've all made mistakes. We have all have had moments of misstep. And the reality is that past becomes a post to which we are tethered and from which we cannot escape. That our past becomes a post, and we are tethered to it, and we cannot escape from it. And the reality is our choices become chains. And so many of us just get used to living life on the leash because we got room to move, we got room to roam, but the reality is we don't have real freedom to flourish. But we settle for life on the leash for a while. But then there comes a moment when we realize that the leash is limiting. And even there are some things in our lives and there's an amount of joy we just can't seem to get. And so we won't off. But we're on the hook and we can't get off by ourselves. That our past is a post to which we are tethered and from which we cannot escape. And no amount of good deeds, no amount of money or degrees or whatever it is we try to use to get us off the chain, the reality is that you don't get off the post through the right plan. You only get off the post through the right person. And his name is Jesus. And the reality is, see, the, the, the post has a penalty. Stay tethered to the post and there will be a penalty. Amen, somebody. The wages of sin is death. The only destination for unforgiven sin is death, eternally or earthly. Death is not just the spiritual death, the, the, the end all death, but the death of a relationship, the death of your finances, the death of your career, the death of your dreams. You stay tethered to that past. You keep living in that sin, and the only destination is death. And you can't do anything about it, but the good thing is your heavenly Father saw you in this condition. And realized that there was nothing you could do to get off the hook. But also knew that the penalty could not be ignored. 
And so he decided to pay the penalty that we deserved by coming in the likeness of a little child named Jesus who would become a man who would die on a cross to pay the penalty that you deserved and I deserved for the post of the past. I thought y'all would be a little more excited than that. I'm just going to be honest. That you don't have to pay for your past because somebody already did. And, and the moment that you believe in Jesus and his forgiveness comes in your life, you get off the hook. You get off the hook for that past. But here's the problem. We tend to return to where we were tethered, don't we? And some of us live in this cycle for a really long time of mess up and then run back to God and mess up and then run back to God and then mess up. And then run back to God over and over and over again. And the reality is, if you want to stay off the post, not only do you need a person to come in and erase the penalty, at some point, you got to break the pattern. You got to break the pattern. There are seven people excited to be in church today. I love it. And because here's, and I've given you the most profound thing I've ever preached. If nothing changes, nothing going to change. If nothing changes, nothing's going to change. If you don't break the pattern, you're going to keep going back to the post. And like you got to have, and, and, and where it requires a person to get off the post to break the pattern comes up with, you got to have a plan. You got to intentionally stop going to some places, stop watching some things, stop listening to some stuff, stop having some conversation. Like there's some stuff that's going to have to intentionally be different in order for things to be different. And I just believe that, like, you don't have to keep being a, sin, a, a prisoner of these chains, that God is a God of victory. And, and you can be set free. And I don't care how long you've had that struggle. I don't care if you struggled that since you were 12 and now you're 47. God can give you victory. God can set you free. God can break those chains and break that pattern, and you can stay off that post. He is better than that. He is sufficient enough to save you from your struggle. But that's not the only thing required to experience freedom. Because see, it's not the forgiveness that you get that's, just, that the only, that's only necessary to set you free. It's the forgiveness that you're willing to give. See, if forgiveness is the gateway to freedom, it's forgiveness gotten and forgiveness given. Because the reality is a lot of us are not broken and bound. We're wounded and weighed down. Because somewhere along the way somebody hurt us and that hurt bred bitterness, and that bitterness becomes baggage. And bitterness, if left unchecked, it builds. Come on, somebody. And the next thing you know, you're carrying around luggage trying to run through the field, and you're so wounded, you can't walk in it, much less run free in it. And you're exhausted from lugging around the baggage of bitterness your entire life. And at some point, you got to realize that God can empower you to give the forgiveness necessary to put down your baggage. And remember, forgiveness is not letting them off their hook. It's putting down your bags. And until you do, you, you won't really be free. And if we're ever going to be free, we got to admit that we're broken and bound and trust Jesus to let us off the hook of the penalty and to break the pattern. And we've got to lean into God's forgiveness and allow us to put down the bags of bitterness so that we can run free in the field. But you can do both of those and still not be free. Because see, there's some people in the room, 
You're not broken and bound. You're not wounded and weighed down. But you're conditioned and confined. Stay with me. Because see, here's, when, when you've been here for so long, when, when, you've, when you've been chained to your post for so long and carried your bags for so long, even after you put them down, it's hard to act like it. And even though you're no longer chained to it and you're no longer carrying it, you're still controlled by it. Because we live and it's kind of like, it's kind of like the, if you leave a dog on a leash for years and years and years, even if at some point you untether it, it will be so conditioned to living in the circumference of that chain that even though it's now untethered, it doesn't realize it can venture beyond. And see, so many of us are in this place. Like, we, like we, we live with this stuff for so long, and because this stuff was a part of us, when it was a part of us, it limited the potential of our future. And now, even though it's gone, we think because it's a part of our story. There are some things, or maybe many things, or possibly even most things, that because this is in our history, because this is in our past, then we have to be really small in how we think about our future. And what happens is we begin to live in unnecessary limitation, and our past becomes a perimeter. Woo. I'm preaching good today, Tony. And the next thing you know, even though we're no longer chained to it and we're no longer carrying it, we're still living in unnecessary limitation. And we think we're free because it sort of feels like freedom. I'm free. And it's so easy to get here. But, and, because, and here's the thing. We think because, oh, you know what? Because that's part of my story, I'll never be able to have a healthy relationship again. Because that's in my past, I will never be able to pursue that dream now. And we even have people that try to keep us in this box because they remind us of all of this. And so, like, we're, we're not carrying it, and we're not chained to it, but we're still confined by it. And because this happened for so long, we're, we've conditioned our, ourselves to limit our own potential. And we just settle here. And a quick, like, like, am I making sense? Y'all say amen if I'm making sense. And, and, and I wonder why. And I think one of the main reasons why is because I, I need to correct something that I said a few weeks ago. I talked about how, how when God forgives us, he, he, he forgets our sin. You remember that? I need just to calibrate that a little bit because here's what you need to know. God doesn't dig up the post. He just chooses to no longer see it and love you anyway. Look at this verse in Hebrews. You can clap for the, for the word of God. 
Hebrews 8, 12. For I will forgive their wickedness and remember their sins no more. See, see, God doesn't dig up the post. He just chooses to no longer see it and hold it against you. He, just, he, he operates with you as if it's not there. He doesn't dig up the post. And you know what? God, God can't even like throw away the baggage. You can cast it on him. And so here, the, the reason why we stay here so often is because God can do something we can't. He can make the decision to forget, but we can't. Don't you wish God would give you one of those men in black flashy thingies? <laughs> y'all remember what I'm talking about? Y'all, y'all holy people, we don't go to the movies. We're, oh, shut up. <laughs> like there's this, there was this movie a few years ago with Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones, Aliens, very realistic. And they, men in black, that's right. And they had this little flashy thing where, like, if you had seen the alien, they could flashy thing you and just erase your memory. Wouldn't it be great if there were some things that we could get out of our memory? See, maybe the reason why we can't move forward is because we can't forget. That we're constantly reminded. Some of us have scars that we would love to ignore. But we can't. And the thing about the past is even, even if you put some distance between you and it, doesn't it always seem like it's still right there? <laughs> there are some of us that, that we got wounds that happened 30 years ago, and they're just as painful today as they were yesterday. We have some things that have happened in our lives. We got some, some pages in our story that even though they were chapters ago, they feel like if we just turn one page, there they are. And it's just so difficult. You ever feel, it's almost like, you ever feel like you're being pursued by your past? And the reason why you can't move forward is because every time you turn around, still there. Every time I go home for Christmas, Grandma reminds me how dumb I was when I was 16. Like, I just can't get past it. And, you know, this is something that the people of God have had trouble doing for centuries. Remember in the Old Testament, the story of the nation of Israel. Quick, quick idea if you didn't grow up in church. The nation of Israel ended up in, in, in Egypt for the right reasons. God used them going to Egypt to save the nation of Israel because drought came, famine hit the land. Luckily, a guy named Joseph had been sold by his brothers and ended up in Egypt. And when the time came, he was in a position to bring his family to that place and make sure that they had that survival. And so when, I think we forget, like, the nation of Israel, God brought them to Egypt for their survival. But sometimes God will take us places that we tend to stay longer than he wanted us to. And next thing you know, they, they, become, they begin to grow and begin to grow, and Egypt freaks out, and they put them in bondage. And for 450 years, they're slaves in Egypt until a guy named Moses comes along. Y'all seen Prince of Egypt? Y'all know what I'm talking about. And Moses begins to lead them out and comes to the point where, like, he actually arranges their freedom. And they go through the gate, and they start headed towards the, the promised land of God, and, and they're moving toward freedom. And then this happens in Exodus chapter 4, 14, verse 10. It says, as Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried to the Lord. So they're, they're headed toward freedom, 
and they look up, and next thing you know, their past is pursuing them. And when you look up and constantly see reminders of your past, and it feels like it's pursuing you, you panic. So they said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us out here to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone, let us serve the Egyptians? It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Like, and all of a sudden, it seems like their past is more appealing than their future and their freedom. Because sometimes we fall in love with the familiar. We fall in love with the familiar. And even though we know it's painful and even though we know it's limiting, we would rather stay in the chains we know than step in the field we don't. It's the uncertainty of it. We get so used to living like this that we convince ourselves What's in here is better than what's out there. Because I know what's in here. I'm used to it. And sometimes, see, out there, we don't, we don't really know what's out there. We don't really know what's in freedom. Like if, if I step out of this and I take risks again, what's, what's going to happen? What if I decide to open up my heart and give it to somebody else and they break it just like the others have? What if I step out in obedience and it doesn't work and everybody laughs at me? What if I prove everybody right that I'm not as good as I think I am? And what happens is freedom becomes more fearful than the chains were painful. And we go back. The other thing is, it's, it's nice to stay in here because you do realize in here, you're going to heaven. Stay, like, you, you're off the hook. Like, you, you've accepted his forgiveness and you've put down your baggage, forgiveness given and forgiveness gotten. But, like, you're, you, you're living in this unnecessary limitation. You've decided to stay in this circumference. And it's like, I'm just going to wait it out here until Jesus comes back. I'm going to wait out here where it's safe where I can't be hurt, where I don't have to take risks. And you know what? You, 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 can, you can ride inside the box all the way to heaven, but can I submit to you that maybe, just maybe, what's out here is better than what's in there? Yeah. That, what, that what God has for your future is better than what you had in your past? that maybe, just maybe, there, that God is a God of more. And that he, he might be saying, uh, hey, I know that you're safe and secure in there, but I got something really beautiful for you out here. And yeah, if you stay there, I'm still going to love you. And I'm still going to be with you in there. And I'm still, I'm still present. But if you could just see what I see. If you just knew what I knew. Yeah, yeah, Matt, you, you can stay in South Carolina. Continue being a youth pastor and do great things for the next 50 years. Or you can move to North Carolina and plant Venice Church. Amen. You can keep everybody at arm's length 
because you've been hurt so much, or, or you can build some relationships with some people at church that will support you and love you like you've never been loved before. Like, like you, you, yeah, you, you, you can stay there, but I got something better out here. And let me just say this. If you're going to come out, make sure it's in obedience. Because if you come out and it's not out of obedience, it will end bad. See, like, like sometimes in the Bible, we can abuse our freedom. And we can just go run and head off into stuff that God never intended for you. Like, I got a big dream. Is it from God? Because if it's not, you're you going to look stupid. It's going to end bad. Like, I'm not saying that, that you exit the perimeter just for the sake of leaving. I'm saying, like, there's some of us, I, won't even say, I say most of us, are living inside of here, and God's out there saying, come on, come on. I'm already here. Come, come join me. Come, come join what I'm doing and be a part of it and let me work in your life and through your life. I know you feel comfortable and safe inside the circumference of your old chains. But there's more. So can I ask you some questions? Are, are you locked in a position of familiar? That because of your past and because of your baggage, because of the post and because of the bags, have you allowed the enemy to convince you that it's better to stay there? And it's just, you're, you're there not because that's where God wants you, but just because it's the most comfortable place to be. You're not, you're not there out of calling, you're there out of comfort. Are you living paralyzed by fear? Because fear will paralyze you, won't it? When you start thinking of, of what could be and what if and what if this doesn't work out and what if this happens and, and like next thing you know, you're just stuck. Because if, if, if you get locked in a position of familiar, living paralyzed by failure, and that's why we get paralyzed, right? That's why the fear is there. We're paralyzed by failure. We're because, because you know what, Matt, I've done it and I mess it up every time. And what the enemy wants to tell you is, it's too late. You're just going to do what you've always done. You're going to screw it up again. You're going to mess up again. You're, like you, you can't do this. And he gets, his voice gets in your ear. Again, you look at him and you tell him to go to home. <laughs> Devil, go home. Don't buy the lie. Because if you do, if you get locked in a position of familiar, living paralyzed by failure, you're limiting the possibilities that exist in freedom. And, you're not, and, and even though at times it feels like it, you're free, but, but you're not free. You're not as free as you could be. You're not as free as Jesus died so that you could be. There's more. And then the question is, all right, Matt, like, well, like, how do we do this? I think we can get some insight from Paul. Because if, if anybody had reason to think that his chains and his baggage could limit his possibilities. Remember, this dude was the one that was overseeing killing people for believing in Jesus. And now Jesus says, I want you to help people come to me. And like, so you want me to be a part of the movement that I spent years trying to stop? I can't do that. They're not going to accept me. And Paul comes to this realization. Look in Philippians chapter 3. Brothers and sisters, he said, I don't consider myself to 
have yet taken hold of it. I, I, don't, I don't consider that I've, I've figured it all out yet. I, I'm still working through this. But one thing I do, the one thing I know I have to do is I have to forget what is behind and strain toward what is ahead and press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. That if I'm going to go forward, i got to focus. That you can't, keep, you can't move forward in freedom when you're continuing to look back at the past. And that's the way so, so many of us are trying to do like this. And like that's the way we live our lives. Continuing looking, looking over our shoulder. It's hard to walk forward when you're constantly looking backward. My son used to do this all the time. When he was a little kid, he, he would be, he'd be running like this. I'm like, boy, look where you're going. And one day, we, we go into the movies. And we came out of the movie theater. And y'all know how the movie theaters have these big metal rails that kind of jut out? And he's walking. I just said, son, watch where you're going. 20 seconds later, tink. <laughs> it was that metal rail caught him right in the forehead. And like a good dad, I said, told you. And so many of us, like, like we're trying to run forward in the field. And we keep looking back at the past. And we wonder why we keep falling down. That if we're going to move forward, we got to focus. That's step one. Stop looking back. Learn from it. Adjust. Modify. And go forward. Paul says, not that I fear, he said, but one thing I know I got to do, I can't keep thinking about all the Christians I killed. I got to think about all the people I can win. I can't keep looking back. I got to keep looking forward. Faith focuses forward. Faith focuses forward. And you know how I know you can do this? This is possible because he is accessible. You keep saying, I can't do this. Let me tell you what, I constantly tell myself, I can because he is. 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 I know like I am broken and I am messed up and I have insecurities and I have flaws and I have faults and I have all this stuff that's so wrong with me. And I can focus on those things and limit my future or I can remind her I can because he is. He is able. He is more. He is what I need. He is the mover of mountains. He is the owner of a cattle on a thousand hills. He is. He is. He is. He is. I can because he is. I can because he is. I can because he is. Ephesians 3, 12. In him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. I ask you, therefore, do not be discouraged because of my sufferings, which are your glory. He says, but in him and through him, we have freedom and confidence to approach the God, to step into the throne room of the creator of the universe and live in and within the power of his spirit. I can because he is. So I'm not staying there. I don't know about you, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not going back in that box. <laughs> and I'm going to stop looking over my shoulder. And I'm going to live with the bravery and boldness that God promised I could have. 
Bow your heads, close your eyes with me. Second Corinthians chapter three. I want you just to hear these words. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. <laughs> See, we're not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what God of what was passing away. But their minds were dull. For to this day, they, the same veil remains when the Old Testament is read. It has not been removed because only Christ, in only Christ, is it taken away. Every, even in, to this day when, when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom will not be just the title of an EP. It will be the anthem of the people of God from this day forward. Because Jesus did more than just forgive you. That forgiveness was always intended to just be a gateway to freedom. And it's time to you to run in the field. You don't have to stay broken and bound. You don't have to stay wounded and weighed down. And you do not have to stay conditioned and confined. There is more out there. Father, I pray in this moment, in this time, as we prepare to worship you again, that you would set some people free. Free like they've never been free before. Free from all the things that have bound them for far too long. God, use this time in the power of your spirit to do what only you can in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Vintage Church Podcast. Stay connected with what's happening at Vintage by downloading the Vintage Church app, where you have access to sermon notes, upcoming events, devotionals, previous podcasts, and discover ways to connect in community. You'll also have access to our deeper podcast, which is a conversational deep dive into the message from the weekend. We hope you join us again soon.